Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Joe Biden again says no lunch for Christian school kids, just for government school kids if they're transgenderized. An attorney general of one state says Christian schools must now hire gay teachers. And we interviewed Joe Altman about election integrity. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. The Biden administration is now enforcing a strange policy that school lunches are not allowed for Christian kids at Christian schools, just for government schools, and then only if the school allows transgender boys into the girls' locker room. Town Hall confirms a recent situation at Grant Park Christian Academy in Tampa, where the federal government was threatening to take away school lunches for underprivileged children unless the school district at a Christian school allowed male students to share lockers, showers, and bathrooms with female students. For Grant Park and other Christian schools, that would have chosen uh, to uphold their deeply held religious beliefs. Reality is now stranger than fiction. The Biden administration has proposed changes to the language of Title IX, a civil rights law since the 1960s that is designed to prevent sex-based discrimination but now they're saying transgenderism is included in that. The administration is actually redefining the meaning of the word sex to now include gender identity and sexual orientation. This seemingly small change would instead set off a cascade of problems. It would compel all Americans in all schools, even Christian ones, regardless of their deeply held religious beliefs about the nature of sex and gender, to now assent to the current radical view that maleness and femaleness are just personal choices, individual expressions, not how God designed children to be. From local laws that treat sex and gender identity as interchangeable to previous federal level efforts by the Biden administration, we have plenty of examples of how dystopian the situation becomes for everyday Americans. The Biden's HUD Department, Housing and Urban Development, issued an order that reinterpreted sex to mean gender identity, just like the administration is now trying to do again in Title IX. Well, that was the environment in which Grant, Christian, Grant Park Christian Academy found itself caught up in the chaos. They received funding from the National School Lunch Program administered by the Florida Agriculture Department. That program offered through the USDA, Department of Agriculture, uh, requires participating schools to promise not to discriminate on the basis of sex. But now they mean transgender sex, right? Grant Park, of course, agreed initially to receive the school lunches, but then the Biden administration said that includes gender identity, meaning the school would have to let boys into the girls' locker room to get the school lunches. Dress codes, co-ed showers, hiring, preferences, pronoun usage, 
All of this is gonna be enforced on public schools, but when they came after the Christian schools, the Christians filed a lawsuit. Alliance Defending Freedom filed a lawsuit on Grant Park Academy's behalf, and finally, the USDA gave them an exemption. They also agreed to automatically respect Title IX exemptions for all religious schools, but unfortunately, public schools get no such exemption, and your kids in public schools will be transgenderized. That's the news, according to Town Hall. Uh, we thank them for that report, and we discern the spirit of evil and lying upon the government, especially those agencies in the Biden administration and the people enforcing them against Christian kids. Whether you're in public school or private school, Christian kids ought to have freedom from, especially girls, from violating their privacy and safety. The Bible says this, uh, <clears throat> In Ephesians 2, talk about a free lunch, right? No such thing as a free lunch. There is free salvation found in Jesus Christ, for by grace you have been saved through faith. This not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Let's take a short break. When we come back, an attorney general says that Christian schools must now hire gay teachers. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. If you've been following the LGBTQ agenda, there is now a radical program to take away freedom from Christians like you. In fact, they're trying to pass an unconstitutional law now, it's misnamed as the Equality Act, but it's really inequality for Christians. And it punishes people like Jack Phillips, the baker who didn't wanna participate in gay weddings, and florists and photographers, it also forces co-ed bathrooms on every business owner in America. You could lose your business if you don't let men into the ladies' restroom. It violates the privacy and safety of women, forces women to compete with men in their own sporting events. And finally, there are no religious exemptions. Even your church will be vulnerable. We want you to sign a petition against this today at PrayInJesusName.org. Click on PrayInJesusName.org. There's a row of petitions there. Look for the one called Equality. We will send it to Congress. Sign up today. We have a brand new action alert for the activist members of our TV audience. And we want you to take action today to stop the religious purge of Christians from the military. You mean they're kicking out Christians? Yes, by the thousands right now because Religious exemption waivers are being denied by especially the Air Force. And we've seen recent headlines how Air Force Academy cadets are being kicked out and forced to repay hundreds of thousands of dollars in back scholarship money. This is just wrong. We are standing for the religious freedom of the cadets. We're asking you to call the Secretary of Defense office. He is Lloyd Austin and he wrote the policy saying that religious exemptions will be granted on a case-by-case -case basis, then why are almost zero exemption waivers being granted? We need you to take action today by calling the Secretary of Defense office, and we have his phone number. Get your pen ready to write down this phone number. We want you to call and say, please protect religious freedom. Don't purge the Christians out of the military. Here's that phone number. We want you to dial 703 692-7100, again that's 703-692-7100. Call the Secretary of Defense office and then call us for a free religious freedom sticker at 866-Obey-God, press option three, take action today. 
defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from AFN.net. American Family News reports, a Maine attorney general is now fighting and threatening religious schools that they must hire LGBT teachers. This after the homosexual friendly Maine Civil Rights Act was actually found to be partly illegal by the US Supreme Court. The Christian schools won an injunction. Strangely now there's a twist in the decision after the Supreme Court victory for Christian schools. The state attorney general of Maine who is angry about that ruling says parochial schools, Catholic schools must hire and cannot fire homosexuals, lesbians and transgenders if they participate in the tuition assistance program. That threat has actually now forced most of the schools to back down, sadly. A group of suing parents, however, are fighting back. For four years, all the way to the nation's Supreme Court, they demand that the state's tuition assistance program include religious private schools in rural areas where there is no public high school. A decades long tuition program allowed only secular private schools to participate, but the Supreme Court in a 6-3 ruling uh, last summer, Carson versus Macon, announced in June that they reversed that policy and you cannot discriminate against Christian schools uh, dating back to the 1980s. The high court ruling then angered the attorney general of the state, Aaron Fry, a Democrat serving his first term, immediately complained that the Temple Academy and Bangor Christian School were part of that lawsuit, were now discriminating against faculty by refusing to hire LGBT teachers to teach in the Catholic schools. Fry said in a statement at Fox reported at the time, quote, I am terribly disappointed and disheartened by today's decision. Public school education should uh, expose children to a variety of viewpoints, promoting tolerance and understanding, exposing children to LGBTism, preparing the children for life in a diverse society. The left is promoting tolerance and understanding, pushing them earlier this summer as quote, fundamentally at odds with the values that we hold dear. Well, that's the news, or thanks to AFN. Fundamental values, the values of the Catholic Church, including uh, those Christian academies, should require religious freedom to opt out of hiring LGBT teachers. The Bible says this in 2 Corinthians 6, therefore come out from among them and be ye separate, says the Lord, do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name for an end to the bias and harassment, honestly, that religious schools are facing. Uh, protect the kids, Father. We do come out from the public schools and we are separate, but they're still coming after us. So Father, we pray that you would protect these children in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Joe Oltman talks about election integrity. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the My Pill that started it all. 
MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited-time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. We're here at the Moment in Truth Summit. And Mike Lindell is hosting. He's right over there. Uh, this is Joe Oltman. And I've known Joe for, gosh, 12, 15 years. We've been activists together. Joe was behind the scenes for so many years. But he came out publicly just uh, about two years ago because of the election integrity issue. And Joe, I want to welcome you to the program. How are you? Good, thanks for having me. Good. Good. So we're here at the summit. Uh, you have a big speech planned tomorrow. Give us a preview. What are you, what are you going to talk about? Well, I'm going to talk about the, you know, the, the white elephant. So we have all 50 states which are giving a, are giving a, a kind of an overview of what happened in their states. Yeah. But you know, the question keeps coming up over and over and over again, and that is, well, we don't have absolute proof. We don't have, we don't, we can't get into the code. We can't see what's happening in the machines. We're just theorizing. There's no proof. There's no evidence. It's all just, uh, you know, a right-wing conspiracy to overturn the election so Donald Trump can win. But, That's what they say. But, but the big point is that there's plenty of evidence. There's, there's mountains of evidence that show the things that they did on their side in order to stop us from getting to the data. They've scrubbed information, they've taken things, and, and, and we have phantom ballots, we have fake ballots, we have mail-in ballots where people said that they never voted. You have people that were never registered in the state where these ballots were actually voted in the election. Um, and frankly, depending on the state, all of the symptoms that we're seeing are happening across the entire country. Not just one, not just one election uh, machine company or, or voting machine company, but all and if you go to hereistheevidence.com, they say almost 100 court cases have been thrown out on procedural grounds. They never reviewed the evidence. So we're, we published it, hereistheevidence.com. You you were the, one of the first whistleblowers on the Dominion voting machines. What, what do you want to say about that? Well, when I came out about Eric Coomer, 
no one was talking about dominion. No one was even looking at machines. They were talking about behavioral deviations, you know, the Ruby Freemans down in, in Georgia, the fact that the, the pipe never burst, that it was a leaky toilet. They were talking about what happened in Detroit, what happened with the guy that, that drove ballots down from New York to Pennsylvania. Um, so Dominion voting machines wasn't on anybody's tongue. Until you became the whistleblower. So, Who is Eric Coomer? So he's the Director of Strategy and Security for Dominion Voting Systems. He also holds the adjudication process for, uh, excuse me, holds the patent for the adjudication process within the Dominion system. So he's one of the first inventors, and Dominion voting machines are used in almost half of America's elections. Yes, they are. 50% of the voters in America vote on Dominion voting machines. Which means those are the machines that count the paper ballots. If somebody wrote it in or, or mailed it in, those are the machines that say, that, that chalk up the numbers. Yes. Yeah, so we, we know that there are issues within Dominion. We saw what happened in Maricopa County. And we, you know, frankly, let's just put all the evidence we have in the machines aside. Let's yeah. put that aside for a minute. Let's talk about the transparency of the election system holistically. Yeah. You, you, cannot, you cannot follow a vote from beginning to end. Mail-in ballots, there is no chain of custody that exists. The people that are actually administering the elections don't even know how the machines work. And every time that we have a problem inside the, the election, whether it be the primary or off-year elections or what happened in 2020, they say human error. They say, well, the system's more, more complicated than that. People don't understand how to use it. It's designed to do one thing, count the voice of the American people. Yes, no, this is who I voted for, this is who I voted for. So if the people that are supposed to be administering, people that are supposed to be the legislators, Like the elected county clerks, like in El Paso County, it would be Chuck Broerman. He was elected to watch over your elections, but he's delegated this to a contractor with secret machine codes that are not transparent even to the elected officials. Right. And so if you don't, if you have a system that's designed to count your voice, and yet there's no transparency, and even when we, we as people, because of the people, for the people, of the people, for the people, by the people, even when we question it, we should be get access to those those ballots. We should be able to validate the fact that that's how the votes went. But they have literally fought us tooth and nail, said, safest election in U.S. history. They've been obstructionists. They've stopped us from getting access to information. Meanwhile, they're hiding the codes in the machine. Right. Well, and, and we, know that that's the, we know that's the case. But even if you put all that aside, it's really simple, really simple. We want a system that we can see as transparent. We want a system that we can all understand. We understand men. If you vote and I vote, we can see that Joe voted and Gordon voted, and we say, okay, you voted, you voted, you voted this way, you voted this way. I can see that. If I can see the votes, then I can have confidence. Paper hand recounts. Yeah, so I have a, I have a simple solution. But they don't allow that. It's always a machine recount. But I have a simple, simple, simple solution. And they will fight this till the end as well. Because they have billions of dollars that are invested in stealing the voice of the American people. We didn't ask for this. We didn't ask for to have a 52% tax rate. The effectively that you and your spouse can go to work and you will bring home less together than a full person, percentage-wise. We didn't ask for that. We didn't ask for a bloated government. We didn't ask for 87,000 new IRS agents. These people are supposed to represent our interests at every level, but they don't. So the only way to get back to something that's simple, that's understandable, that the people can unarguably say that that is right is to get back to number one let's put uh serialize every ballot every ballot serial put a serial number you can put a serial number on every dollar bill in america you can put a serial number on every ballot and then there would never be duplicates or photocopies right 
Second thing, get rid of mail-in ballots. We, we vote one day, we'll make it a federal holiday, so that day is a federal, we, we just proved we could shut down the economy for nine months. We can shut down our economy for one day. When everybody gets a mail-in ballot, there's more opportunity for voter fraud because if, if people just throw their ballots in the trash can, then somebody's jumping in the dumpster to harvest all those ballots. But beyond the, beyond even that, if, if 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 people if people see it as an obligation, if people see it as listen, I need to go and actually vote on this day that my voice is important, then you're more likely to get a truer outcome that represents the interest of the people. Yeah. So if we get rid of mail-in ballots, we go to paper ballots, we shrink the precincts. You know, the largest precinct in the state in the, in the United States is four thousand. So let's cut that precinct in half. Yeah. Let's have them upload their voice, their the, the answers to the to the ballot, the ballot questions, into a computer. Yeah. At that point, they can use a computer because they have to certify that this is what the election outcome was. And you have a Democrat or Republican and independent. You have another Democrat, Republican, independent. They pass them down the line. This is what everybody voted. You put them in the computer. It's transparent. People can see it yeah. as they upload that information. It's done at a decentralized environment. They still get all the information that they need. It doesn't take long to, to, uh, to measure those ballots. Yeah. And guess what? At the end of the day, the voice of the people will be heard. And no one will be running around saying we need to audit ballots. And you would have transparency and accountability, and people would trust the system. We're at an all-time low for trust of the election. Even some Democrats don't trust the machines. They were talking about that even before Trump was a candidate. Uh, last point I want to make here, Joe, and, th and that is, before two years ago, you were relatively anonymous. You, yeah. Your blog was even under a pen name. But you have sacrificed your privacy, your anonymity, your fortune. You're now being sued by Dominion Voting Systems and oh, Eric Coomer. Yeah. Um, and, and you put yourself out there, which makes me think you're a true believer. You did this on principle. Why? I did it on principle because I was on that call that Eric Coomer was on. And the more I dig into... What did he say, or what did somebody who sounded like him say? Well, it's not something that sounds like him. I went back and made sure it was him before I did anything. I made sure I looked through his okay. his profiles. I made sure that this guy aligned with everything, his voice aligned with what I heard, and that the things that he did, the, the things he represented aligned with that idea. So he's so, like the designer of the Dominion voting machine, but he's also a member of Antifa? Yeah. Like an anti-Trump, anti so he posted on his Facebook post, on his Facebook page, a couple days after it came out from the anonymous Antifa, the Antifa manifesto or letter sent to President Trump. He posted on his own Facebook page. So you're telling me you weren't on this call, but you're actually representing Antifa on your Facebook page, and you're anti-Trump, anti-American, um, and uh, anti. U.S. rhetoric, but what, that's all just... What was up. said on this secret conference call that Antifa was there, Eric Coomer was there, you were eavesdropping, what did he say? Well, I wasn't eavesdropping, I was invited to the call by someone that, that would, would have gotten on the call. Okay. Right? But he said, hey, don't worry about it, Trump's not going to win, I made effing sure. So at the time I thought it was, and this is where it gets kind of funny, I laughed. Who would have thought that one person could affect the outcome of an election? Yet the more we learn from experts, wow. the more we learn from experts, the more we understand that it only takes one person, it only yeah. takes two people. It only takes a very small group of actors that can infiltrate and affect the outcome of not only uh, national elections, but local elections. Yeah. 
So is it possible that the guy who designed the machines was the coder, holds the patent on how to code the, the voting counting machines, that he was an Antifa operative and that he manipulated the vote and now that affected half of the states where your votes are being counted? Uh, these things are questions for a court of law because now Joe Altman uh, is on the hook to, to prove some of this. Uh, Joe, thanks for what you stand for. What is FEC and how can people get involved? Well, FEC, uh, we have an organization called FEC United States for Faith, Education, and Commerce. I started that prior to, um, well, in the middle of COVID, right? In the middle of what happened in 2020. And no, I was not a person that got out in the public eye. Yeah, I don't, I don't enjoy it. Um, I was a tech CEO, so I'm a system architect expert. I understand what technology does um, and what it can be used for. But um, I started it because I started seeing them strip away our rights. I, I took my head out of the sand, too. And even though I had done things and talked about things and sponsored things like Conservative Daily, I really wasn't engaged every day on what, what it meant to, be, to me to stand up for your country. I was doing business and having fun doing it. And so I started this organization, FEC United. We're now in, I think, 38 of 50 states. Uh, we basically concentrate on the things most important to a community. How can they watch your podcast? It's every day, right? Every day. Twice a day at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time, uh, Mountain Standard Time, uh, Monday through Friday. And the it's website is? Conservative Daily Podcast. We're everywhere. We're on Spotify, yeah. Google Podcast, Rumble. We, we, do, we go live every day. So you'll, you get the live video feed on, on Rumble or on our website, conservative-daily.com. Conservative-daily.com. My friend Joe Altman, uh, he's taken the, the, the stand, right? And, and we respect you for doing that. Thanks, for Joe, for coming on the program. Uh, I'm Dr. Chaps. We'll be right back. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Do you need a physical or spiritual healing? Are you being tested or tried? When Jesus needed to pray, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you need to really connect with God? If you're visiting Colorado Springs, come see the Gateway Prayer Garden just south of the city along Interstate 25. Walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful Fountain Creek. Stand at the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter sunrise worship service. We're located off I-25, exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's gatewayprayergarden.org. How can you discern the thoughts in your own mind from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit, or from angels, or from invisible demons. We've created a 17-part video Bible study on a four-disc DVD set. This important Bible study series goes through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. How did Jesus discern the spirits? How did the Apostle Paul discern the spirits? What does the Old Testament say about demons and the Holy Spirit and angels. We're offering a discount today while supplies last. It used to be $99. Now it's just a suggested donation of $50. You get the entire four disc set and you learn how to discern the Holy Spirit, angels and demons, every mention in the Bible. 
Call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Or visit our website or write to the address on your screen. You can learn to discern the spirits. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and we need your donations to stay on the air. Would you please visit PrayInJesusName.org and give your best today. The Bible says in Luke 3, he answered and said, he who has two tunics should give to him who has none. And he who has food, let him do likewise. Please donate today when you call 866-Obey-God or just call for prayer. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.